0: I am going to depart from the usual reading of Scripture today, and instead I am going to share a topical teaching with you, which I have entitled, Are You Dancing with Yeshua's Shadow? Exploring the seven beautiful feasts of the Lord can be likened to exploring a gorgeous mountain range with seven peaks, seven feasts. We in the Hebrew Roots world saw this beautiful mountain range We put on our backpacks, and off we went on a journey to explore and learn more about the feasts. The feasts of the Lord are foreshadows of redemption. They are shadow pictures pointing us to redemption in Messiah Yeshua. But, in exploring this mountain range, have some of us lost our way? Have some of us slowly drifted away from Yeshua? I invite you to sit down, have a cup of coffee, and reflect on these questions with me. I invite your comments and feedback in the comment box below. Or you can email me at bridgeconnector at startmail.com. Now let's begin the teaching. with Yeshua's shadow. Imagine if you were a woman engaged to a Navy man and then he was deployed. He's been gone for many months. While he is away, you write love letters to each other. You check the mail every day. You can't wait until the next letter comes. News from your beloved. One day your beloved surprises you, and there is a knock on their door. Now, this woman is not expecting her betrothed just yet. She believes he will be gone for many more months, but he has decided to surprise her. So he knocks, and he knocks, and he knocks, and there is no answer. Slowly, sadly, he turns away, thinking, maybe she's not home. Inside, instead of answering the door, you keep on reading the letters, and you ignore your beloved, who is here now, in the flesh, knocking on your door. Somehow, you are just glued to the letters that he has written, and you have overlooked him. This would be such a terrible tragedy, would it not? Have we done this with Yeshua, with Jesus? Have we, in the Hebrew Roots world, drifted away from Yeshua, our Messiah? I pose this as an honest and heartfelt question. I have been in the Hebrew Roots world for many years. I have many good friends there whom I dearly love. But I have been seeing some danger zones in Hebrew roots, that give me great concern. I share this teaching with you, with fear and trembling, with humility, and with love in my heart for you. These are questions I have been asking myself. So I invite you to sit down, have a cup of coffee, and reflect on these questions with me. I fear that some of us may have lost our way, and perhaps a course correction. Is needed. We began in our Hebrew roots journey, many of us, with exploring the beautiful feasts of the Lord and the Sabbath. We have seven feasts Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, Shavuot or Pentecost, the Feast of Trumpets or Yom Teruah, the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur, and the Feast of Tabernacles or Sukkot The Feast of the Lord reveal shadow pictures of Yeshua, and we have learned about how beautiful the feasts are. The Spring Feasts are all about the First Coming of Yeshua and how He fulfilled them in every detail. The Fall Feasts are future prophetic, and they are all about His Second Coming. When Yeshua returns, He will fulfill the Fall Feasts in every detail. We see here in the picture above that the Feast of Israel, as outlined in the Old Testament or the Tanakh in Leviticus 23, are Old Testament foreshadows, pointing us to our redemption in Christ, in Yeshua. They are like signs on the road pointing us to the Savior, and the Redeemer, to Yeshua, to Jesus. So we learned about these feasts and we went on a journey to learn more because they were so beautiful. Off we went on this journey and we saw a beautiful mountain range in the distance with seven peaks off in the distance. We were eager to explore and learn more. We could liken these seven mountain peaks, this mountain range, to... Exploring and learning about the Feasts of the Lord. So the seven mountain peaks can represent the seven Feasts of the Lord. We went with our backpacks and went on a long hike to explore all seven mountain peaks. Such beauty and wonder. Such vistas to behold. Such views to see from the mountaintops. Have we slowly drifted away from Yeshua? In turning away to go explore this beautiful mountain range, I ask this sobering question, Did we slowly drift away from Yeshua? Because if that is the case, that is a danger zone. Have we walked away from Yeshua? Remember, the feasts of the Lord are foreshadows of redemption. They are shadow pictures pointing us to our redemption in Messiah Yeshua. They themselves do not give us redemption by keeping them. Have some of us gotten lost in this mountain range? It is only in Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, that we have redemption. Yeshua wants relationship with us. He wants to dance with us. We are his bride, and he invites us to dance with him. Are we missing the relationship with him? Are we dancing with his shadow? The Sabbath and the Feast of the Lord are beautiful shadow pictures that reveal to us a shadow of Yeshua. but. If we put too much emphasis on the Sabbath and the feasts, that is a danger zone. Is it possible that we have become like the woman who is betrothed, who has been patiently waiting for her beloved bridegroom to return home from deployment, and then when he shows up on her doorstep, she is so engrossed in reading his letters that she fails to answer the door? Have we missed Yeshua somehow? Are we focusing on Yeshua's shadow and missing relationship with Him? The feasts of the Lord are Old Testament pictures of redemption and they are shadows that point us to Him. It is in Yeshua that we find redemption. The feasts are like signposts on the road pointing us to Him. Are we redeemed by keeping the Sabbath? Are we redeemed? By keeping the feasts? If not, how are we redeemed? Let's dig into the Word of God and see if we can find some answers. Where does our redemption come from? In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7, it is written, In Him we have redemption through His blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. We are redeemed, we are saved when we repent, confess our sin, and ask Yeshua to come into our heart and be the Lord of our life. We are all sinners. The penalty of sin is death. Yeshua, the perfect Lamb of God, the one who knew no sin took our sin upon Himself, and He died in our place. It is in Yeshua, Jesus, Christ alone, that we find redemption. The feasts are Old Testament shadows of redemption that point the way to Yeshua, to Jesus. Our redemption comes from putting our faith in Yeshua and in His finished work, on the cross. He died so we could be reconciled to our Father in Heaven, Yahweh. Yeshua, or Jesus, is the bridge. He is the mediator. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Yeshua says these words, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. we are going to look at treasure in jars of clay. What is the treasure? In Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, it is written, For God, who said, Let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts, so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. So what is this treasure? Is our treasure found in keeping the Sabbath and the Feast? Or is our treasure found in Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach? Let's look at the next verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. Another translation says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. This is a great mystery. Christ in us. A treasure contained within a cracked clay pot. So we have treasure and jars of clay. What or who is the treasure? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear. This all-surpassing power is from God and not from ourselves. The question is not what is the treasure. The question is who is the treasure. The treasure is Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. Here is another scripture that brings this out. In Matthew chapter 13, verses 45 and 46, it is written, Again, The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had, and bought it. Am I saying that we should not keep the Sabbath or the feasts? No, I am not saying that. I am asking this. Where is our treasure? Have we lost it? Have we put our attention and affection on a different treasure other than Yeshua? Have we made Yeshua's festival calendar our treasure? instead of yeshua himself have we made the torah our treasure instead of yeshua himself behold a mystery christ yeshua in you in colossians chapter 1 verses 26 and 27 it is written the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Meditate on this. Pause. Think about it. Allow the Holy Spirit to get this deep into your heart. Now let's look at another scripture, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 and 7, where it is written, But God, who is rich in mercy, in his kindness toward us in Christ jesus we died and our life is now hidden in christ as it is written in colossians chapter 3 verses 3 and 4 for you died and your life is hidden with christ in god when christ who is our life appears then you also will appear with him in glory. This is a deep mystery and is understood by revelation from the Holy Spirit to your heart. Pause. Reflect. Pray. Think about it. Selah. Paul said you are our living letter." here is another scripture looking at this from another angle in second corinthians chapter three verses two and three where it is written you are our epistle written in our hearts known and read by all men clearly you are an epistle of christ ministered by us written not with ink but by the spirit of the living god not on tablets of stone but on tablets of flesh that is of the heart. Continuing on in Second Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, it is written, Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Now let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 and 8, where it is written, But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily, at the face of Moses, because of the glory of his countenance? Which glory was passing away? How will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? So, we have the Bible, Genesis to Revelation. We have the Tanakh, also known as the Hebrew Scriptures, Or the Old Testament, and we have the Brit Hadashah, also known as the Apostolic Writings, or the New Testament. And imagine with me, if you will, a pendulum that is swinging. First, the pendulum swings to the right, and this describes where much of mainstream Christianity is today. There is an over-focus on the New Testament with little or no attention to the Old Testament. This can lead to replacement theology that says that the Torah, the Old Testament, has been done away with. Yeshua nailed the Torah to the cross. The church has replaced Israel. All the covenants that God made with Israel and the Jewish people are null and void, and now those covenants are for the church. These evil roots have given us evil fruit leading to anti-Semitism, persecution against the Jews, spiritual pride, and superiority. This is not a good place to be, and we don't want to go back there. Then the pendulum swings to the left. With the emergence of the Hebrew Roots Movement some 30 to 40 years ago, it was so exciting and delightful to learn about the shadow pictures of Messiah Yeshua in the feasts, and in the Sabbath, and throughout the Torah. We were so excited to learn about the Jewish roots of the Christian faith. However, if we read only the Torah reading cycle each week, we are only getting the first five books of the Old Testament, and very little of the New Testament and almost none of the sayings of Christ from the Gospels. If you stay on that spiritual diet, it is no wonder that we have become spiritually anemic and unhealthy. And here is another danger zone. I have seen way too many of my Hebrew roots, brothers and sisters, first doubt the deity of Christ, and then even renounce him and convert to Judaism. That is heartbreaking. Now it is time to come back to center. What does that look like? It is a new place to be. It is undiscovered country. For hundreds of years, the mainstream church has been stuck in replacement theology thinking and over focused only on the New Testament. We in the Hebrew Roots movement, I believe, have overfocused on the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, and some of us have lost our way in those mountain ranges called the Feasts of the Lord. We have drifted away from our relationship with Christ Jesus, with Yeshua. He is no longer front and center. And that is a danger zone. We need to pull back to the center. And this is something new. It's a new way to walk. I have lots of questions on how to walk this out, and not a lot of answers. I welcome your comments and feedback. But I do know this. Yeshua will lead us in this way, by the leading and the guiding of His Holy Spirit. What is the center? The center is the supremacy of, of Christ Jesus, Yeshua. Our vision has become blurred. We have wandered a distance away from the cross of Messiah, Yeshua. The Torah does not save or redeem us. Keeping the Sabbath or the feasts does not save or redeem us. Having head knowledge about Yeshua does not save or redeem us. We must repent of our sins, Repent from our dead works and turn to Jesus, Yeshua. Cry out to him for his mercy, his grace, his forgiveness, and then trust him for our redemption and salvation. This is what saves us, knowing Yeshua, Jesus, having a real heart relationship with him. This is what it means to walk out our salvation with fear and trembling. We must die daily to ourselves pick up our cross, and follow him. Let's look at some more scriptures. In John chapter 14, verse 20, it is written, At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Continuing on in John, chapter 14, verse 21, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Yeshua answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. And I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. John 14, 17 and 18 Are you dancing with Yeshua's shadow? Only you can answer that question. It's time to pause, take time to reflect, and soberly and honestly ask that question of yourself. It's time to come out of the shadows and dance with Him. How do we do that? Let's pray a prayer together now. Father God, we humble ourselves to you now. Father, we admit and we confess that we have drifted away from Yeshua, your Son. We have come out of balance And we have been over in the mountain range of the Feast of the Lord and the Sabbath and the Torah, but we have lost sight of Yeshua, who is our redemption, who is our salvation, who sends us his Holy Spirit to dwell within us. Ah, but today we run back to the cross of Jesus Christ, Yeshua. We repent for wandering from him, the shepherd of our soul. We cling now to the old rugged cross. We admit that we cannot keep the Torah or obey the Torah on our own through our own efforts. Jesus, Yeshua, today we repent of our dead works. We repent of trying to follow the Torah on our own without you. We ask that you forgive us, that you will receive us, and that you will come and dwell within us. We want to know you. We want a true relationship with you. We want that treasure who is Yeshua, dwelling inside of this clay pot. We don't want to dance with your shadow anymore. We want to dance with you. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit to dwell within us now. We set you as King and Lord within our heart. Help us to hear your still, small, quiet voice as you speak to us and show us this is the way. Walk ye in it. May we be filled with the love and the power and the presence of your Holy Spirit. Please use us to extend the light and the love of your kingdom. Please equip us in these last days to accomplish your kingdom purposes. We look forward to your soon return. Yeshua, may we fall in love with you all over again. Amen and Amen. Here is how you can get a hold of me. I welcome your comments below. Thank you for listening, and may Yeshua richly bless you.